0: Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever, and each week I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this Remix series um, as we end 2021 here on The Sheena Show. Yikes! We're nearly into holidays, right? I hope you're getting some rest. I hope you're finding some fun and joy in the midst of all this. Today, I have for you the third Remix in this series. And this is, we're starting to get a little more concrete here. Remix number one was about how to identify what's stopping you. Remix number two was, okay, now that I've identified it, how do we start to overcome that? Remix number three, this one, is really for everyone who's considering starting a creative business. Doesn't have to look like mine. Doesn't have to look like anyone else's that you see around, but just something where you are putting your creativity, your creative work out there and getting an exchange of value for it. That's really what a business is, right? So if you are thinking you want to go down that path, I have some clips from past Sheena Show episodes for you today, and I've really curated them to help you start to think about, okay, how do I take those first small steps? What are they? To actually launch a creative business, understanding that this is a process, that it takes small steps. You have to take really tiny steps in order to get anywhere and do anything big. What could those be? Because you don't have to get it perfect right away. So I'm sharing a few different clips with you today. Number one is an answer to the question, I mean, how do I even know when I'm ready to start selling my work? That you've wondered that, right? Clip number two is a really juicy excerpt of me kind of running through all of my revenue numbers, like the money I actually made in my business from the very beginning to now. And the key takeaway here is that Look at those numbers and you'll see that it is a process. Clip number three is really kind of digging into the finances, the numbers, the money that will make you feel comfortable actually going after a creative business. For me, it was, okay, how do I actually quit my corporate job? But that doesn't have to be your case. If you're just thinking, what will make me comfortable setting aside the time and maybe a little bit of money? to put into my creative business. I got some real concrete tips for you there. And then the final clip is a response to the answer, are there any safe and sure and certain calligraphy ventures for me to go into? Enjoy those clips. I hope they give you some really concrete action steps and definitely something to think through as we get closer and closer to to going after and doing the damn thing. All right. Enjoy the clips. How did you know when you were ready to start selling your work? This is a question I get so, so often. And my response is, you can't wait until you're fully ready to start putting your work out there and selling it. If you wait until you are a 100% ready and confident, you have waited too long. That's what I've learned in my five years of business and seeing so many other of my students go out and try to do this thing. So I wasn't a 100% ready and confident. I had only been doing calligraphy for two or three months before I started designing greeting cards and, and putting them out there in the world. But it's okay. You should be a little bit uncertain and scared when you first put your stuff out there. It means you are being brave, right? And taking that step because you can't Be fully a 100% ready and confident until you've actually done the thing, right? So by definition, you should be a little bit scared and unready. But what I would say is I just, I started kind of putting it out to my friends and family first. Hey, I'm doing this calligraphy thing. I am interested in making it a business and selling my calligraphy. Here is, here are some samples of the stuff that I can do. Anybody want me to create like a custom card for them or something? Putting it out to my friends who I knew wouldn't treat me harshly <laughs> and shut me down. And that's how I gained the confidence to continue putting my stuff out there. And then I started an Instagram. And guess what? When you first start an Instagram account, nobody's following you. And that is a good thing because nobody can watch as you try and experiment and mess up and tackle that learning curve. So. That's what I encourage is don't wait until you're 100% ready. Start putting yourself out there to friendly people first, maybe on Instagram where not that many people are watching and you just build from there. This is what my creative business success looked like. And it was a lot of zigzagging and trial and error. 2016, less than... $20,000 in total revenue. This is overall sales, not what I'm putting in my pocket. So $20,000, I had two other jobs to supplement my income. 2017, got that to about $70,000. That's when I really found teaching and was teaching more in-person workshops. Still had one other part-time job to kind of supplement my income because $70,000 again is that top line revenue, not what I'm putting in my pocket. 2018, about $110,000 in top-line revenue. 2018 is when I figured out, okay, I want to do this in an online course format. So I'm teaching in the best way possible for me. 2019, $220,000 in revenue. So double of the year before because I really focused in on teaching through my online course, doing what I loved in the way that I loved. And then 2020, 2020, things really skyrocketed through the roof and my business brought in $900,000 in overall revenue. And again, it's because I was continuing to focus in on what worked best for me, for what I like, for how I like to do things. Focusing in on that ikigai, what I love doing, what I'm good at, and what people want from me right there. And letting go and saying no to so many other things that could have brought in $5,000, $10,000, $5,000, $10,000, taking up a little of my time, um, sounds sexy, really focusing it. And in 2021, hey, the year we're in now, I mean, we're aiming even higher. I have a team. I've built my business to a place I didn't never, never thought was possible for myself. But I want you to remember that it didn't happen right away. I quit law in 2013. That's seven, eight years ago. It took that long to really let myself explore, to work on my inner stuff, to explore, you know, to get started, to explore even more, to hone in. It's a path. So please don't expect, if you start something, for it to be successful right away. Why would it be? Why do you deserve that? Right? Why is anybody entitled to that? It's a journey. And if you can enjoy that journey, then it will take you to really amazing places, whether that's, you know, where I am or somewhere where you want to be. So here's the bottom line, great news for you. Getting to a successful business or life, whatever life it is you want, that has more of what you want, more time, freedom, more money, freedom, whatever it is that you desire. It's not about... One earth shattering leap. It can be as simple as taking one step towards something you really want to do. One step towards something that really piques your interest and that you're really, that really kind of lights you up. For me, that was calligraphy. I let myself take so many steps towards all these other things that I wanted to explore and was curious about. I let myself pay for a calligraphy workshop and invest in that. To explore that. I didn't know if it would pay off, but I knew that it was calling to me. And look what happened. It's become my life's work. It's become my daily joy. It's become the way that I change so many of my students' lives. It's been crazy. And it just started with letting myself explore that thing that was calling to me creatively. So that can be The simple step that leads you on your way to so many other things. And it's something that you can do right now, right this very minute. It's not earth shattering. It's just allowing your creativity and your desires and your your joy to take you one step at a time forward. So you can do that, right? (laughs) You could absolutely do that. Everybody can do that. That's the message I wanted to leave with you today. Until next time, stay on that crooked creative path. Here's the message I want you to take away. Number one, it took me a while and that's okay. So if you are building up your own creative business and you're not supporting yourself full-time right away, that's totally okay and totally normal. So many people take on, um, I think they're called bridge jobs, just, you know, part-time seasonal work to help <laughs> bridge that gap until you can build up your business and it can make more money for you. So that's the first message. Don't beat yourself up if you're still on your way to building up your business. Second message is, I really believed when I was gonna quit law, I was so scared that there was no other way to make money. Doesn't really make sense, right? When I say that out loud, but really in my head at the time, I was like, I've only been trained to be a lawyer. I've only had a lawyer job. I don't know what else I'm gonna do to make money. I might end up homeless in a ditch. This was where my brain was wanting to go. But just look back at these years and look how many different ways I was able to make money not doing law or outside of my law firm job, creative businesses, side jobs, seasonal work, contractual work, you know, with my old law firm. There were really a lot of ways that I could survive. And I know that you can do it too. So if your brain is really telling you, you can't quit your job or you can't commit the money, you can't invest in something creative because you won't have enough. That's really a scarce way of thinking about things. And if you can start to train your brain to think a little bit more abundantly, it will just help. I'll leave you with one concrete tip because... (laughs) Just from watching my own overactive brain just like go into catastrophe problem mode, sometimes your brain just really needs to have some hard numbers to calm down a little bit. So if you're really thinking about quitting your job and going into something creative um, full-time and trying to build that up into a full-time income, I highly, highly, highly suggest getting three numbers, figuring those three numbers out. It's not super hard, but it's really, really important. The first number is called, I've heard it called a spaghetti number because it's basically the number that you need to just survive if you're eating spaghetti every single day. It's your basic expenses. The second number is your comfort number. Okay. What do I need to live a comfortable life? Not eating spaghetti every day, maybe having some entertainment, going out to restaurants. And number three is your dream number. Like, what do I want in my wildest dreams to have? So those three numbers are super informative for you to know, especially that first one, that spaghetti number. Cause I know everybody's financial situation is different. You know, some of you might have kids and a mortgage and who knows what else and, um, an aging parent. I don't know, but. In a lot of cases, that spaghetti number might be lower than you think. And once you can give your brain a number to fixate on, okay, I just need to make this much and I will be okay. I will not die. <laughs> Cause that's literally what your brain is telling you. You can start to calm down. And then that comfort number and that dream number can start to give you some possibilities, right? And give you a goal so that maybe you can work up towards it. And then just seeing evidence that other people can do it. Like me, I totally did it. There's so many other people running creative businesses and not dying. (laughs) Seeing evidence will also help your brain get over this major hurdle. Because I totally feel you when you really believe deep down inside that you can't possibly go after your creative dreams because money stands in your way. I just hope that me breaking down my actual numbers starts to crack that assumption. Because it totally is possible. And I want you to start to see that possible. All right, I'm going to close out with this question that really just struck me. And I so want to respond. It's from Shivani Monik. Are there any sure and safe calligraphy ventures to get started with? It's a great question, right? It's, I feel like it's a true, honest question (laughs) from that scared part of all of us that wants safety and a guarantee. So my short answer is no. No. There are no sure and safe ventures because nothing is certain in life. (laughs) We think that things are certain. We think that things are a more predictable, safe path. But really, there's no certainty. A meteor could strike us all tomorrow. You could get hit by a car. Any number of things could happen. Aliens could land, right? So really, like the sort of, in the grand scheme of things, nothing is certain. But that's also true of business. Look, if there were a sure and safe way to go out there and start your creative business, then everyone would do it and it wouldn't even be fun anymore because part of the fun of going out there and starting a creative business is the challenge of it is the thought "Ooh, this is something brave that I'm doing this is something that not everyone does this is not something that everyone can do I'm going to try this I'm going to put myself out there that's what makes it exciting And that's what makes it rewarding when you actually succeed. If you were guaranteed success, then success would mean nothing. If success were guaranteed, then that means that you had nothing to do with it. That means that every Joe Schmo could go out there and follow those exact steps and do that safe and sure calligraphy thing, and they would succeed. And then where would be the reward? Where would that be rich and fulfilling and beautiful and an accomplishment? And uh, something to feel good about, it wouldn't, right? That is my overall philosophical answer is there is nothing safe and sure and certain. And we go out and do it anyway. And that's what makes it rewarding. But to give you a little bit more of a tactical, like real life answer, down to earth answer, there are some things that you can start with that are less risky for sure. For example, doing calligraphy envelopes and place cards for events or weddings. That is something that has been done so many times before by other calligraphers. And that shows you that there is a demand for it. People are always getting married and having events and, and wanting to make their events special right? You probably have friends who are having events or who might be getting married or friends of friends or friends of coworkers, right? Again, tapping that network. That's the kind of thing that maybe there is less risk. The other thing that makes that a little bit less risky is that there's not too much overhead cost for doing envelopes and place cards. You maybe buy some calligraphy supplies and some inks. They're fairly affordable. Sometimes the bride even provides the envelopes or the paper for the for the place cards, or even if you buy those, again, they're fairly affordable. So that's the kind of thing that you can go out with and kind of calculate and keep track of your money and decide, okay, this is less risky. I'm going to start with this and see where it goes. Versus jumping right into printing a thousand planners that you want to sell. Without knowing if they're going to sell, that's way more risky and involves a lot more financial risk, right? Because you might not sell them. So you can think of things, of ventures as less risky, more risky, and where do you want your risk level to be? The bottom line is there is nothing that will guarantee you success. That's true of everything in life. And that's why you work for it and you keep showing up and you make adjustments, and you'll learn how to deal with the difficult emotions of rejection and discouragement, and you keep going anyway because you feel like you're worth it. Okay, I hope you enjoyed those clips, and I hope you saw that the through line really here, if you're thinking about starting a creative business, big or small, or even just starting any creative venture, it can feel so huge and overwhelming and you can be very tempted to compare yourself with someone like me who's i've been doing this for six years but really when you listen right the through line is it starts with a single step you gotta start you gotta start with just a small step for me that was following my curiosity and investing in a calligraphy workshop. I mean, that might not have been the first step, but it was one small step in many small steps that led me to where I am today. So, my question for you at the end of this remix is what's one tiny step that you can take towards the dream of yours? It doesn't even have to be business related. It can be exploring your curiosity, but think about the things that have lit you up, have have sparked your interest. And think if there's just one tiny step that you can take in that direction. All right. I will see you next week for the final remix and the final damn week in 2021. Um, good riddance. <laughs> Is anyone else thinking that? Anyway, I will see you next week. Until then, stay on that crooked creative path. Hey, if you're interested in learning calligraphy and you want to do it for free... I have a calligraphy workshop that I created just for you. I know how frustrating it is to buy the wrong tools, to not know how to use them, for everything coming out of your pen to look like nonsense. That's why I created this training. It's about an hour long. It shows you exactly what tools to buy, how to prep those tools, how to get started right, and how to continue practicing so that you actually get good at calligraphy. And bonus, it will tell you a little bit more about how to continue Working with me if you want to learn calligraphy from me. So that's at freecalligraphyworkshop.com. All one word freecalligraphyworkshop.com. Hope to see you inside. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now? just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.